and welcome to Jason Waller Unleashed. Real talk, real success. I'm host Jason Waller, former billion dollar business entrepreneur, elite business coach, two-time top five podcast host with the BAM podcast and the True Underdog. You might know me from my TED Talks, best-selling books, or even my brand new reality TV show on Amazon, BAM Fam. Are you hungry for inspiration, wisdom, perhaps a hearty laugh? Get ready for a dynamic, electrifying journey filled with towering business triumphs, intimate family moments, and raw honesty that you won't find anywhere else. Buckle up. This is about to get dope as hell. I'm telling you, I have had all kinds of guests on my previous shows, and we're going to have some bomb guests on this. We're going to be talking about everything from politics to money to business to family to drama to kids to you. You name it, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be real. It's going to be raw. It's going to be in your face. It is Jason Waller Unleashed. Real talk, real success coming now. Bam! Jason Waller here with Jason Waller Unleashed. That's right. The podcast is climbing up the charts. I first want to say thank you for all the subscribers out there, the listeners out there on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeart, any of those that you follow the show. I appreciate it. The show is exploding. I've got some big guests coming up and I'm going on a couple big shows. Super excited about that. And here I am. We just finished Thanksgiving weekend. We got to watch Michigan pound the dog shit at Ohio State, which was great news. And so, you know, we didn't need any fucking signs, did we? We gave them number sign. We told them we were, we were number one. And we lay it the smacketh down, which was great news. I've got a live TikTok going while I'm doing the podcast. And we also, the Detroit Lions lost. Not sure why. Coach got to get his team's head out of their ass. Make sure things are good. Good to go. I uh, Last time I did this show... You guys will see it actually comes out tomorrow if you're on live. Uh, I had lunch. I was eating lunch. It was great. It was uh, McAllister's. They don't even pay me. But uh, shout out to them. And I was eating salad. My food is on the way. So if I get interrupted during this, it's because I got to eat. So I do have a salad on the way. We are going to get to that. I want to cover a couple things here today. Uh, we just mentioned in what's going on in life, what's going on in the world. Michigan beat Ohio State for the third time in a row. That's correct. There are going to be seniors that actually went to Ohio State that have never beat Michigan. That's fucking great news, right? Because they talk all this shit and their coach talks all this shit and you got uh, Finnenbaum talking all all this shit, and then now what do they say? I just watched Finnebaum yesterday. He's like, well, I don't know what the big deal is. What did Michigan prove by beating Ohio State? They proved they don't need signs to beat that ass, dog. That's what they proved. They proved that they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, they're more manly. They dominated with a backup coach who crushed it, so shout out to him. Like, dude, what? that's what the fuck they proved. Ohio State talked all that shit. They went into the big house. They got their ass stomped, and then they left. So that's super exciting. Go blue. They're going to beat the shit out of Iowa, and the goal is let's see what happens with everybody else. I'm praying Bama beats Georgia because I'd love to see a roll tide go blue championship. That would be the bomb. It's unlikely, but we'll see what happens. Super excited about that. The Detroit Lions. What the fuck, dude? Jared Goff's one of my favorite players. He is so cool, calm, and collective, and he has had two bad weeks in a row, and I feel for him. I'm asking my son, I'm like, hey, you're a quarterback, and I know he's 13, and this guy's a pro, but I'm like, dude, what's it like? And he's like, you get stuck in your head, and it's hard to just recover. I hope that's not going on with Goff, because he's been cool, calm, and collective. The O-line's got to get their shit together. They've got to block better. 
Like they're not giving this guy any time, which is crazy to me. <clears throat> and we've got to call the plays better, Ben Johnson. You got to get out there and fucking run the ball a little bit more to create the play action. I don't know what kind of Mickey Mouse shit you're running on the offense, but we've been stagnant. The defense has been dog shit. Man, does it look bad that we didn't go out and get Chase Young or Montez Sweat before the draft or before the uh, trade line uh, ended because uh, the trade deadline ended? Because why? Because. We're hurting to rush the quarterback. That's tough. So let's see what happens. We go in the NFL. Now, I do want to talk about a couple things going on in life. Uh, I'm going to do some current events today. We are going to talk a little bit about motivation. One of the things I want to talk about motivation first and, and foremost is fear. Right? How many of you out there have fear? Everybody has fear. I know my wife's going through some stuff right now where she's got tons of fear. My daughter has tons of fear. A lot of you out there have fear. Shit, I have fear. My son has fear. My daughter's... People have fear. But fear has two different meanings in life. Right? It's forget everything and run. And that's what most people do. Forget everything and run. You heard of fight or flight. Fear kicks in and it's fight or flight. And it's forget everything and run. You back out, you quit, you quit on yourself, you quit on the people you love, you quit on your dreams, you quit on what you're pursuing, you quit on your map, your plan, you quit on your business, you quit on friends, you quit on relationships because of fear. Fear. Fear is the devil. Y'all, fear is the devil. That means everything, think about this, how many times that your biggest fears come to reality? Why do you think that is? Because you're manifesting the fear to create bad mojo, bad energy, and bad shit to happen. I always say, both people are right. I can succeed and I won't succeed. The guy who says either or of those is right. If he says I can succeed, he will. If he says I can't, he won't. It's the same thing with fear. If you believe things to be good and right, in most cases, they will be. If you believe in things to be bad and you're scared of them, in most cases, they will be. I talk about fear all the time in the story of the cow and the buffalo, which I did on the TED Talk, and I've done recently, and I talk about it all the time, to where it's like, look, do you have a cow's mentality or do you have a buffalo's mentality? A cow's mentality takes this fear, and it runs from it. It forgets everything, and it runs. And those, the fear is anxiety, depression, uh, insecurity, um, doubt. Uh, just all of those fear, just, just boiling up, right? And you run from those problems. That's what cows do. Buffaloes face those problems head on. They run through the storm in order to succeed. That's important because when you have fear hitting you in the face, and I go through fear right now, like building companies, I'm doing coaching, I'm building a podcast, we've got a reality TV show. What's that gonna be like? It's affecting my kids. My kids are getting bullied. Like I've got fear. I'm human. I have fear. I have feelings and I have fear. But what do I do with the fear? What do I do? Do I, do I forget everything and run? F-E-A-R. Forget everything and run. Or do I face everything and rise? When fear happens, do I face everything and rise? And that's the question. And that's the question you got to ask yourself. What do you do when something comes up? Something tough something hard, something you're scared of, something that you've never experienced before, that doubt kicks in, that insecurity kicks in. What do you do? Do you face everything and rise or do you forget everything and run? Those are the biggest questions. And it goes back to the cow or the buffalo. Are you going to run from your problems and the storm? Or are you going to face your problems in the storm? And look, I know it's cliche. It's real guys. It is fucking real. 
I'm living proof that, you know, coming from a trailer park with having nothing and parents that never graduated high school and myself not graduating traditional high school and having a kid in the teens and having nothing and then having building a business and building another business and building a billion dollar business, then losing $400 million, the world hating you, people wanting to kill you, life, death threats, all these things, and then coming back and building multi-businesses again and coaching and bettering people out there and having a top 30 podcast and all these things that are going on. You have to face those fears. I could have easily forgot everything and ran. I could have went and become irrelevant like most people out there. Most of you out there listening, you're you're, you're upset with yourself because you have self-doubt and you're irrelevant. And therefore, when you see someone that's successful or you see someone that's doing great things or you see somebody doing something that you wouldn't do, you start to judge, you start to tear down, you start to talk shit. Because why? Because you have fear. You have fear they're going to be better and bigger than you and you're trying to compete with other people. And in life, your job isn't to compete with other people. Your job is to compete with yourself yesterday. And that's hard. I'm dealing with that right now with some of my family members. You know, one of my daughters is going through struggles to where she compares herself to everybody else and what their life is like. And God has a plan for your life. But damn it, you've got to be able to be optimistic and know and live in the plan and stay positive and stay focused and face everything and rise. Some things don't happen the way you want it to happen. Some things don't happen as fast as you want it to happen. That's just how this works. This isn't your plan in life. This is God's plan for you. It's your job to execute it and have self-will and make the right decisions as you go along the way. But damn it, it isn't now. It's not God help me now. It's God will help you. That's how this works. You will succeed. It's not succeed now. It's I will succeed. Things sometimes take time. You have to have patience. I am guilty of not having patience. I lose my shit all the time. Like, damn it, why aren't we doing better? Why aren't we doing this? I'm guilty of that. I'm human. Like, I fucking, I I need to practice what I preach. But I'm here to tell you, facts are, it's pretty simple. Facts are this. You have a problem. You need to face everything and rise. That's called fear. You deal with the fear. You don't forget everything and run. You have a problem. You know that there's a plan from a better, you know, from a higher being God or whatever it is you believe in to get you to the next level. Things are tough. There are reasons why things happen. I don't know all the reasons. I'm not a fucking angel. I'm not a psychic, right? I'm Jade motherfucking Waller. That's, that's, you know, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an author. I'm a podcaster. I'm a fucking, you know, badass motherfucker sometimes. And sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm an asshole. Like, I'm human. You're human. You have to be able to face your fear. You have to be able to quit tearing other people down. You spend so much energy and time renting space in your brain, worried about what everybody else's life's look like. Well, I'm 23 and I haven't done anything. Well, I'm 30 and I'm still at home. My kids haven't done anything. It's never too late. There's a plan for you. Being a fucking parent is the best thing you can do. That's better than building any other company. Your kids get to remember all those moments with you. I'm here to tell you, as your kids grow up, move out, there's nothing fucking better than that. That's way better than building a company. I've had millions of dollars and I've lost hundreds of millions of dollars. And I'm here to fucking tell you that success is happiness. And happiness is not fucking money. Happiness is spending time with those that you love and making moments and memories. And so if you are a, if you are a, a single mom or a single dad 
out there with your kids, you're winning because you're spending time with your kids. Think about the low life pieces of shit that don't give a shit about their kids. You don't have to have a nicer car or live in a nicer home or have a nicer fucking job or have nicer clothes than the people around you. You just got to be a better parent than the people around you. Show your kids love, kindness, empathy, sympathy. I struggle on the empathy and sympathy thing, but I'm working on that. Show them how to elevate, show them how to work their goals, help push them along, kick them in the ass, help them grow up. Those are the things you've got to do in life. That is winning and that success. Not, oh, well, I have this job and I do this and I'm going to go conquer the world. Not everybody is meant to drive a ship. Some people are meant to ride in the ship. And you've got to know where you stand in life. And you got to know when it's your time. Everything's about timing. If you've got little ones, it's hard to go conquer the world. You got to give it some time. You got to get your things in order. I always go back to that Kanye, wait till I get my money right. That's like my fucking jam, right? It's the same thing. Wait till you get your life right. You get your kids set up right. You get your mindset right. You get your goals set up right. And you start doing these things and you start conquering. You start winning. You start getting these small wins, which then lead to bigger wins, which builds momentum, which leads to success and confidence. And and the insecurity goes away. And now the fear is face everything and rise. And you're whipping its ass rather than running from the problems. That's That's how this works. That's how this works. You've got to quit wasting your time on social media, watching everybody else's shit getting depressed. Like, I, I could sit here and watch people shit and get depressed too. And some people are, man, you're fucked. You, you got a great life. You got this, dude. I got fucking problems. I got a wife that's scared of everything right now with her medical condition and she's got a lot of fear and I pray for her and, and, and want her to be happier and, and more at peace in life. I've got a daughter struggling, going through some depression. I've got another daughter like, I, like, dude, I'm fucking human. I go through depression. I get angry. Like, I don't have a lot of friends. Like, life's not everything what people see on social media. And you've got to be able, thank you, by the way, for prayers for our family. And you've got to be able to be honest with yourself and be able to sit there and say, you know what? I, I don't have anything to hide. I'm not going to be fake on social media and pretend that my life's better than everybody else's. I'm real as fuck on social media. I put some funny shit out there because we got the Bam Fam show coming out. But you'll see on the Bam Fam, like, we're real. Like, I got problems. Like, if I could, if I could share all the fights at home and the arguments at home, shit. You'd never leave. You'd never leave. You watch that shit all day. I can bottle that shit up, sell the shit out of that. Like it's crazy, but my life is normal, just like yours. And what is normal? I had one of my kids say, "I'm just not normal." And my wife said, "I'm not normal." Motherfucker, what the fuck is normal? I mean, there is no such thing as normal, and you don't want to be normal. Do you want to be like fucking John and Paul down the street, and Stacy and Maggie down the street, fucking Karen down the street? have no fucking meaning in life and they walk around like fucking robots and they're programmed. Hi. And they do the same shit every day. No, you don't want to be that. So don't fucking talk about normal. You want to be extraordinary. You want to be extra, which is better than ordinary. You're extraordinary. You like that. See? So you have got <laughs> to focus on those things in life and how to be better in life and quit wasting the time degrading other people and watching their shit. I'm telling you, you're renting space in their fucking in your mind watching people and most people's shit is fake. I know several people that are high-level celebrities that their lives are miserable, but you could never tell when you watch their post. I have people going, "Dude, you know that so and so's life is shit." I'm like, "No, that that motherfucker is a lonely, sad soul who's super depressed." Like People are going through things, guys. 
And you've got to be smart enough when you're looking at social media. Look for it as encouragement. Look for it as as elevation. Like, I love seeing people succeed. Like, when I look at stuff on social media, I don't look at stuff and go, oh, man, I wish my life was like that. I bet that motherfucker did this to do that. He's not better than me. And I start getting in my own feelings and insecurity. Hell no. No. I look at it and go, hell yeah, dude. Look at that motherfucker winning, dude. What can I learn from what that person's doing? Oh, wow. Look at her. She's really conquering the world. What can I learn from what she's doing? You got to have that kind of mindset when you get on social media. You can't be sitting there looking at people's things and comparing their lives to yours. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's life is different. And we all have our own attributes that we got to go through. Okay. It's tough. We talked about fear. We'll talk a little bit about some of the things going on today. I was sitting here looking and it looks like Elon Musk visit Israel to see massacre sites firsthand after anti Semitism war of words. Well, good for Elon Musk. At least people are going out there and seeing that. You know what I'm glad of, and people are going to hate me for this. It's not my place to talk about the Palestine-Israel thing, but I already have talked about it. I had Hater on the previous podcast. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I hate what's going on for the Palestinians. I hate it for their, 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 their women, the kids, everybody. But I also hate it for the Jews. Because people sit here and paint them to be bad people, and all these small little terrorist people like Hamas go out there and, and, and kill innocent families and create this conflict. It's Hamas's fault. It's not Palestine's fault. They're just, they're just in there and I hate it for them, man. It's just so horrible. It's, it's bad and prayers need to go that way. But let me tell you something. It's about time that people are starting to stand up for Israel. Cause I've seen all these people march for Palestine and I get it. And it shouldn't be Israel, Palestine. It should be Israel and Hamas is the problem, but you got all these people standing up. And I'm glad to see other sides start standing up for what's right. So kudos to them. Kudos to them. Uh, the other thing is uh, I see on here is Kim Kardashian's new line of bras released with an eye popping edition. So Kim Kardashian's got new bras coming out in case you didn't know. So ladies out there, you better go get some Kim K bras because I guess they are going to be the shit is what it says. Now myself, I don't wear bras. Okay. Uh, I pride myself in having some pecs, so I don't wear any bras. I don't have moobs. There are some dudes I know that have moobs. They could probably wear a bra. Uh, I don't feel like I'm one of them, but this is called the Skims Collection. Released a new line of bras with an eye-opening addition. Built-in nipples protruding that will show through clothing. So I just had this conversation the other day on a live. Let me tell you this. My nipples are always hard. Look at that. Just straight up. I, I, I'm planned. My nipples is always hard. I don't know why. They're always hard. They're just fucking hard all the time. But I was telling my wife on a live and she didn't agree with me. It'd be nice if ladies fucking nips were always hard. I mean, I'm just being honest. Fellas out there, don't don't pretend like, oh, it's a, no, it'd be cool. Like, pointers out, dude. It's nice and cold out. It's chill. Like, it's happy. Well, here she is making, making bras with nipples pointing out. Kind of, kind of dope. Kind of dope in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Seems like it'd be a hot seller. You get spanks, now you got skims. I'm just telling you, the faux nipple shock factor. Globe telling you what, better go get you one of them. And dudes with moves, go get you one of them Kim K's bras. It's called a boob jaw bra. Boob jaw, boob jaw bra. That's what they're calling it. Fuck, I don't. You can't make this shit up. No matter how hot it is, you always look cold, she said. Unlike the icebergs, they're not going anywhere. Think about that. I just said that, like, nips should be hard all the time. It's like a cool thing. Like, my nips is hard. I ain't even got one of bras on. So, your nips got to be hard for this. 
All right, a couple other things I want to talk about wrapping up this uh, show. We're 20 minutes in is sales. I've been doing a lot of coaching with some businesses out there and how to do sales. And I want to talk about why people buy. People don't buy based on price. People don't buy based on all of those things. They buy with emotion and then they justify the logic. So in order to be a great salesperson or a great sales company, you got to have a great product and you got to be able to fix a need or a problem. And you got to be emotionally attached with your product or your brand to be able to get people to buy with that emotion and let them justify the logic with any kind of thing. You could be selling water. Why is your water different? What makes your water different? How can you emotionally be attached to this water? Well, maybe your water is different because it's cleaner. It's more pure. Maybe you have electrolytes in your water. Maybe you've added some salt. Like I've got some element element in mind, right? You got different things going on. When you're running a sales organization or you're a salesperson, you have to understand people buy from emotion. So you, you, first impression is very important. You gotta make sure you look good, you look the part, you're confident, you're secure, you know what to talk about. And then um, what advice would you give a solar CEO to avoid some of the issues and challenges you went through? Uh, Larry, that's a great question. And hold on tight. I'm going to answer that question. Uh, but people buy with emotion and then they justify with logic. When you're doing that, when you're when you're pr producing a product or you're getting a call to action, you got to get emotion involved. It's got to be emotionally attached. It doesn't have to be scared attached. It just has to be emotionally attached. It could be exciting. could be fear. could be energetic. Any of these emotions that they can tie themselves to your product is good. Sell the transformation, not the product. So it's not about this product does everything. Sell what, the, sell, sell, not sell the product itself. Sell the result of the product, right? You know, I, I got you this product and here's the result. You want to push and talk about the result, not the product itself. The result is what's important. Okay. Don't argue your prices, know what your worth is and stand by it. I can't stress that enough. Everybody wants to get in the weeds and they want to get into a sandbox about comparing themselves to other companies. Every company's different. Their acquisition cost is different. Their sales reps are different. Comp packages are different. How they pay reps. Their kind of customer clientele is different. Their product is different. The material is different. The installation is different. The financing can be different. There's so many different things that it's hard to compare A to B to C. A consumer can try to do that, but you cannot argue your prices with somebody else. You need to make yourself different than everybody else and explain why your price is what your price is. And don't ever argue, stand beside it, know your worth. Uh, whatever business you're in, study psychology um, and body language, right? So I think it's important to understand what people are saying when you're in person with them and you're talking to them about sales. You know, I like to talk with my hands. My hands seem more uh, passionate when I speak. Uh, some people don't do that. I like to watch the body language of people that I'm speaking to no matter what I'm speaking to them about. That's my door. It's my freaking food. Can they not know to just fucking put the food in the side? Like, I just don't understand. Got my food. So bear with me. I am going to finish this while I eat. I got to answer that gentleman's question. Let me get back to this. It's easier to sell an offer than solves pain than one fulfilling a desire. And that's part of the emotion thing. I'm a big believer in that. What are some pains that people feel out there? Let's say you sell vacuum cleaners. Pain of what's in the carpet, right? The dirt, right? How, sorry, this is loud. How is, um, I'm so excited, I'm so hungry. How are you fulfilling a need? You got to give them pain. Clean water. You know, people's water's bullshit. It's creating cancer and all kinds of stuff. You talk about that, that's fear. But guess what? It's facts. As long as it's factual, it's okay with having some fears there. And um, 
you talk about that and you know, people like that more than commodity. Like, Oh, I just want this because it's not an emotional buy. That's like a want desire. I personally like to build something that's an emotional buy. That's like, Hey, look, you know, this is something you need because of this. It is easier to sell off of pain than it is fulfilling a desire. That's a fact, right? Oh, I want solar because it looks cool. No, I want solar because I hate paying the utility company. The power always goes out. Makes sense. You got to figure out what it is that you're selling. And then you've got to make sure that you make a great offer for it, right? Now, I'm killing it with this dressing. Tell you what, the salad is fucking legit. Okay, it's legit. Um, all right, let me go back to that gentleman's question. The gentleman asked me a little bit ago, and I'll take more questions here on TikTok Live for the podcast. The gentleman asked me, there he is, Larry. He asked, <clears throat> what, is, what advice would I give a, a solar CEO to avoid the challenges that I had? First of all, Generac, period. That's the biggest one, fucking Generac. Fraudulent company, CEO is a dipshit who is full of shit, who's got a securities fraud lawsuit against him, probably belongs in prison. And um, <clears throat> I think he does for what he's done. And uh, seven or eight different companies like ours closed. He lied. He knew the product was bad. He didn't do anything about it. He knew the firmware was bad. Did, you know, shutting people's systems down, fire. Like, it was a nightmare. They should have done national recall, safety issues there, fraudulent issues there. It's a nightmare. That was the biggest mistake I ever had. So stay away from general. But how do you prevent that? Like, how do you know, like, someone's bad? Well, I'll tell you where I failed. We had two panel companies. We had two finance companies. We had two racking companies. We had all that stuff. We only had one battery and inverter company when we left SolarEdge and we went to Generac. That was a failure as a CEO that I, that I own and I'm sorry for. Because that could have cut maybe half our problems. Because we had 20,000 customers failing. All 20,000 with Generac were failing. So if I could have cut that to 10,000, maybe the damage would have been half as bad and we could have been able to recover. Not sure. Biggest thing that closed us is Generac um, didn't pay their $51 million service invoice when it was due and we ended up running out of cash. We actually turned the company around. We we're getting sales again. We we're offering um, Solar Edge. Things were good. We were fixing all the Generac issues, but we weren't getting paid to fix them and it created a big problem. Uh, how long did it take? know the bad product was out there. Well, we were installing it and about 18 months after we started installing it, we started seeing failures. We didn't know for 18 months. They knew and there were a couple fires and then they knew it was about that, but they told us, oh, it's not. We have this firmware that fixes it. They knew the firmware shut systems down. We didn't know for several months later when customers were getting pissed. So you have to make sure that you're not handcuffed or held pigeonholed or held hostage to a vendor. That would be my advice. Um, that was probably the biggest advice I can get is when you're using vendors, especially you're in solar and vendors matter, like your products you offer matter, right? Um, you need to be able to do the due diligence, but be able to not be with someone exclusively and be able to hold them more accountable earlier. You know, Generac teased us as being a financial partner of ours, investing in our company as we we're going public. Another fraudulent thing I believe they did. They knew what was going on and they were trying to buy time. And they're a big public traded company. So you just got to be careful. You know, that would be, um, that would be the biggest thing I would, I would say, watch out for is that, you know, you get, you say solar's a great industry. It's hurting right now with financing and stuff like that, but it's a great industry. I believe in solar. Um, I believed in what we were doing. We were one of the best companies out there ever. Uh, you got to build a good brand. The biggest problem I see with solar now is that it's a horse market. What's that mean? Well, 
Everybody out there is getting a red line. There was no such thing as a red line. We were growing our business. Everybody was an employee. We had our customer acquisition cost. We had our marketing cost. We gave customers, you know, employees uh, appointments. And, um, you know, that's how the business ran. You know, you say you sued Generac. We did. We have a billion dollar lawsuit against Generac that's still active with Power Home Solar. So it's out there still uh, for a billion bucks. Billion fifty, actually, for the full company value. All right. So. Back to answered that question. Hopefully that helps. This salad is um, is amazing. I talked about it last time. It's so amazing. We talked about fear. We talked about business, and I hope I win it too. But the but the uh, the lawsuit's owned with the um, the bankruptcy of the company, so I actually don't own the lawsuit. The uh, trustee does. So. You know, hopefully that they uh, they win and they pay all those customers back what they're out because it's fucking horrible how that went down. Anyways, um, let's talk about uh, next steps. Getting ready for the new year. Sorry, I'm chewing in the mouth in the mic here. I was with my trainer today. I fasted. It's I don't know, call it almost one. I don't know if you really call that fasting. Uh, you'd be open to hire me as a consultant. You could definitely DM me on Instagram, Jason Waller Bam, and we can talk about that. I do do some consulting. And coaching. So, Larry, you can definitely hit me up there. So, anyways, uh, talked to my trainer and uh, decided, you know, I got to get my shit together, right? I got to get my shit together. Like, uh, I'm tired of, I, he knows I want to be in a wife beater. It's like a tank top, a gangster white tank top. And he's giving my son shit because he saw me and my son yesterday at the gym. And he's like, you tell your dad till he's in a tank top, he ain't shit. And he's right. I got to get my eating better. I got to quit eating ice cream late at night. I got to just stick with it. Today, I crushed it, though. I worked out hard. And I stayed an extra 30 minutes after I did cardio. Um, you know, I plan on doing this more. Got some things that I do the next couple of days, but somebody called me out too, rightfully so. But I used to post all the time, no days off. And somebody that knows me was like, man, this motherfucker takes days off. I see him right now. And uh, I started laughing. And I uh, said, so you know what? I'm going to change my post to most days on or, you know, almost all days on or almost no days off, whatever. I changed the post somehow like that. I thought it was funny. So, um, but the goal is, is you got to stay consistent, right? And you got to face, we talked about earlier, face your fears. You got to, things that you want, how important are they to you? Like right now, I want to build this business. I want to get the coaching off the ground. I got some major coaching coming out. Um, and I want to be able to, to, to push that along the way. And also we've got this reality TV show that comes out in January that is just gaining a lot of momentum. Uh, it's going to be great because it's going to be great for my brand and my businesses and great for my family to extend and, and become other things. Like my daughter, Hannah, she is the funniest person I've ever met. And I told her I'm going to help her get a stand up comic comedy uh, deal because she's fucking hilarious, helping her write her content and she's going to get on stage. That girl is funny. And so I'm going to see, and she's a single mom, talks a lot of shit. So I'm going to help her try to get uh, some things going on her stand-up comedy coming soon. But I'll wrap with this. You know, we got 32 minutes into this. You know, people always say tough times don't last, tough people do. And that's true. But let me, let me put it to you this way. You have a choice every single morning when you wake up. You have a choice on how you're going to put your pants on. You have a choice if you're going to brush your teeth, you're going to shower, you're going to get in the car, which way are you going to go? You're going to go north, south, east, west. You're going to turn at this red light. You're not going to turn at this red light. You're going to stay straight. 
You have a choice if you're going to smile at the first person you see. You have a choice if you're going to high five the first person you see. You have a choice if the first thing you're going to do is going to be to meditate or to think or to plan your day. You have a choice if the first things you're going to do to get on social media and look at what everybody else is doing. You have a choice if you're going to go into your job or you're going to go into your business, you're going to give 110% and you're going to overdo it and outwork everybody, or you have a choice to not give a shit and walk in like it's another day. These are all the choices that you've got. These are all the things that you can dictate. So I advise you to go ahead and start dictating some of those choices. Quit just going by the day and letting the day go through. And I'm the same way. I let the day own me. I don't own and conquer the day. And I want to start owning the hour and conquering the day. And I advise you to do the same. I've got to do a better job of that. Sometimes we get stagnant. We get comfortable. And we don't need to. We need to be hungry. Like I'm so hungry right now. So I'm like in here. I'm meeting with the CFO. I'm doing all this. I'm talking to the sales manager. I'm talking to the CEO. Like what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? We got these things lined up. Like I've got to just keep my fucking brain going. I got to keep rocking. I got to keep rocking. I can't stop. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I got this fucking major energy. I just want to go. I, just want, I don't want to let go. I just want to fucking win. I just want to win. I just keep going. Right. That's just how my mind works. But there are days I come in. I'm like fucking exhausted. I'm tired. I don't want to do nothing. And I hate those days because they, they beat me. Those fucking days beat me and I didn't get anything done. So I'm challenging you and I'm challenging myself to have a hell of a lot less days like that, more days that you win and conquer, more days that you fucking crush, more days that you make the decisions you want that are going to impact your future, whether it be in relationships, it be in happiness, whether it be in success in business, whatever it be, that's what I'm challenging you to do right now. It's what I'm going to challenge myself to do. So make sure you go out and start crushing it. I'm going to eat my damn lunch. Make sure you have a great week. Fucking go blue. Go Lions. Check out the podcast, Unleashed. Make sure you're following and you're watching the show. It comes out to Amazon Prime. Bam.